the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Battleground Tour. And also, welcome to Hugh Hewitt, who is a guy you hear on this very radio station every day. Good to be here, John. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming in. Uh, this is uh, late in the hour. Is this when you're normally taking your nap? I am, I'm up from my nap around now. Now I'm getting ready for bed again. You know, if you do the <laughs> six to nine shift, your life is different. It's that's, very, very different. That's the one thing in the million years that I've been doing this and all the different jobs I've had. That's the one that I, I was able to avoid. Was it the, <laughs> the morning drive? Yeah. I've done overnights. I've done afternoons. I've done middays. And I've done mornings. But early mornings, morning drive is a different world. Well, we're sitting next to a guy who did overnights for five hours at night. Uh, right next to me here, so Gary. So. Oh, he did? Gary, you did overnights? <laughs> yeah, and mornings. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> 25 years. Yeah. So, uh, so, uh, so we're here for the, uh, the Battleground Tour, and, and uh, there's a big room here at the Montour Heights Country Club, and uh, a lot of people are going to be here tonight. So I, this is my first uh, time doing this. You've been making this. You're making this tour around the country. So this yeah, is yeah. We started time. in Columbus, then we went to Tampa Bay, New York City, Pittsburgh tonight, Philadelphia, then out to Arizona. We actually started in Arizona to begin with. We go wherever there are usually races, but Pittsburgh, we expected it to be a little bit more competitive than it's turned out to be. Yeah. I don't know that we can beat Connor Lamb. I don't know that we can beat. Uh, Bob uh, Casey Jr. Yeah, but we try. Still right. got to turn out people. Win the state. You got a great governor's race. Josh Shapiro did a good job with the AG's report. It's it's not really a Republican land this time. No, and uh, I I live in the neighborhood that uh, I I spend a lot of time in the, in uh, Connor Lamb's district. I don't actually live in it. And every weekend, my wife and I walk in a neighborhood uh, in Mount Lebanon, actually, and. Um, for months, the the number of signs on the in the lawns there for him it's it's amazing and it's a it's a very wealthy neighborhood and he's he's I mean he's going to win he he's just well they figured out the Seth Moulton from Massachusetts taught them if you go find yourself a combat veteran who cleans up well mm-hmm. and talks normal and isn't a crazy left wing radical bomb right. thrower he's going to be a regular Democrat. They're going to win. It's it's not a magic formula, but they they go to Arizona and they nominate someone like Christian Sinema as a nut, and so our combat veteran wins. Right, and he's uh, I think he's one of three Democrats to uh, vote for the ex- for the tax cuts. Yeah, ex- yeah. So yep. he knows he, he knows. knows where he is. Uh, but they you know the district was redrawn and all that, so that all changed, and so. Um, he he was he's been in Congress about twenty minutes and now he's you know he's back up for another election and he, if he wins which he probably will he'll be there for fifty years he's, he's yeah like he's gonna, he's going to rise but I'll tell you what's interesting I think that uh, it's still Trump country yeah you know, I'm from Warren Ohio people are listening right now you should know that the Browns are going to beat the Steelers on Sunday <laughs> but I'm from Warren Ohio which is Trump country it went for Al Gore in two thousand by fifty nine percent it went for John Kerry. In 2004, by 60 percent, it voted for Barack Obama twice by 61 percent. It gave 52 percent to Donald Trump. Trumbull County, same wow. thing as Western PA. This yep. this place yep. flipped, man. This yep. this whole place went Trump. I, I so what, what, I mean, when you when you're supposed to be analyzing this, the only thing that's ever been there have, have been polls. Just what you're supposed to look at. Well, this guy's eight points ahead in the polls, or he's 27 points behind. They didn't mean anything the last time. Yeah. So, I mean, are they even worth talking about anymore? I don't think so, John. My friend Selena Zito writes here for the yeah. Pittsburgh Post-Gazette and for the couple of the newspapers. Yeah. Selena talks to people, mm-hmm. and nobody ever gets called. Right. And the pollers try and do their job, but a lot of people don't want to talk to them. They don't want to advertise they're for Trump. They're nope. embarrassed by Trump, but they vote for Trump. It's a fascinating time that we're living in. It's never been anything like this. It's, not a, it's a pretty good time to be doing a talk show. There seems to be a lot of things going on here. <laughs> Culture's coming apart at the seams. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, there's all kind of different, different directions we can go here. But um, 
just the, uh, the the plan for tonight here at Montour Heights Country Club. What what goes on here? What well, we, we got Dennis Prager, Michael Medved, you and I yeah. are up front. And uh, I usually take the microphone and I lead largely because I got laryngitis and I want to talk that much. And, <laughs> and if we give Prager two questions, that's the evening. Yeah, we'll say so goodnight, good. wrap yeah. it up, and go home. Uh, and Medved will get a couple of and words. And I'm just going to I'm just going to throw in. I'm just going to uh, do a break every 15 minutes and read scores. That's all. You, that's yeah. what we want. We yeah. want some local color in there. But uh, what what happens is we never have them planned. We end up talking about. Trump, never Trump. We end up talking about the Democrats. We talk about Brett Kavanaugh a lot mm-hmm. because that radicalized a lot of people. I said on the show this morning before my voice gave out, I looked at the polls over the weekend. Republicans have a wind at their back. If you believe anything, I aggregate them all. I don't believe any one individual. Yeah. And they're all going in the direction of the Republicans. And I think it's that the Democrats really ticked off the country by their treatment of Brett Kavanaugh. They didn't think it was fair. They just didn't think it was fair. Yeah. And two weeks is not a long time, except now it is a long time. Because because things seem to be closing in and the, the gap seems to be getting smaller. And it's it's these last two weeks when you, when you have a, a race that might be close, the last two weeks is an eternity. And Trump works hard. And, you know, that's what's interesting yeah. to me. Your, your, um, your audience might have some Indians fans in them. Mm-hmm. Um, the Indians won very early this year. The division was so bad. Yeah. And so they coasted into the playoffs. Right. They were horrible. They weren't even awake. Right. Trump, on the other hand, is working every day yep. between now and the elections. He's sprinting through the tape. Mm-hmm. And to me, as a political observer, I like the energy. And this uh, crazy caravan thing down in Mexico, it's like the perfect issue for the GOP. It, it brings together all of the issues about lawlessness and border security. And I have a heart for these people, but you just can't march up to the United States, knock on the door and say, get to come in. No, no. And, and it's interesting. The, the AP, did you see this, this, the AP changed uh, its uh, headline? No. The AP had written a story, I don't have it in front of me here, uh, that an army of migrants was headed north. And they got, I don't know who, I don't know if there's one person who gets to complain and make AP change it. But there, were, were a, were, there was a complaint or there were complaints that army was kind of a, a bad connotation, so they changed it to um, a caravan of migrants. They, oh, yeah. It's an army. Yeah. Looks like a looks like a um, a giant mob. Now here's the thing. Like. I asked this question on Twitter. It's the kind of thing that can get you in trouble, but uh, I don't care. I asked this question because um, I was going back and forth with some some people on Twitter and uh, there's a, there's a one uh, a black guy that I I get along very well with on Twitter. We disagree on everything uh, politically, but he and I get into good discussions about sports on Twitter and I like the guy. But he's constantly talking about we need we need changes because there's too many old white guys in charge. And and you're allowed to say that now. You weren't, you know, a couple of years ago, you weren't allowed to say that. But you are now. Yeah. Obviously. So I look at the picture of I don't know what the number's up to now, five thousand, eleven thousand, whatever the number is of this caravan that's coming north. And what is it? Seven. Seven thousand, okay. Um, whatever it is. And I see it looks to me like it's all people of color, okay? So if if the problem in America is that there are too many white guys in the Senate that we heard during the Kavanaugh thing, first of all, it was men because it was a female issue, and then it was white men because they're white. Shouldn't the caravan or the army be going in the opposite direction, back to the countries that are have been founded by and are governed by people of color? If If the secret to happiness... Is, being, not, is getting rid of old white guys? Well, that, yeah. no, it's not just that, but if the secret to happiness is being governed by people who look like you or are the, have the same color skin as you, yeah. why isn't the caravan leaving here and going to uh, It's a good question. Look, Hond- it, it, it's because the hypocrisy of the left on this is so immense. You know, the oldest white guy in the world was Ted Kennedy forever, and then he oh, was yeah, a he was saint. Yeah. He was a saint, yeah. Saint Ted. Right. And even though he was a lout and behaved horribly towards him, and now Bill Clinton's an old white guy. And I like Bill, too. Yeah. I had John Kerry on my radio show last week. He's a really old white guy. You know, it doesn't really matter to me if you're old or young. About the only difference is your facility with social media. And you, like me, we, use, <laughs> yeah. we both use Twitter and we stay away from Instagram, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And And so, okay, we're in that demo. We can use Twitter. We can get along. But basically... I got kids, and they tell me when I'm acting like an old guy, and that's right. fine. But yeah. in politics, it's all one vote. They don't know how old you are, and they better stop insulting everybody. They're, they're doing it a lot. And you, uh, uh, there was a Ann Coulter uh, wrote a piece. I don't know if you saw it. No. It's called "No More Mr. White Guy." It's 
I printed it out. I don't have it in front of me here. I, I do have. I might be able to th- read, throw out some of the stuff that she had in there. It was a page and a half long of nothing but uh, derogatory statements made by important people about too many white guys. Oh, well, you know, I get in trouble because I'm on MSNBC and I am like the whitest guy yeah. on MSNBC. Yeah. I am the palest human being right. on TV. Right. Period. But that's because I'm Irish Catholic and all yeah. for all. I'm just white. You should my, be ashamed. Of yourself. I should be ashamed. Of my, but I go on MSNBC. I get the old white guy stuff a lot, and yeah. I laugh and I laugh and I laugh because I'm going to be doing this at least another 15 or 20 years. Yeah. Bennett went till he was 75 or uh, 77, yeah. so I, I intend to go for as long until I fall over. God takes me. Yeah. And they can't stop you because on the radio, nobody knows how old you are. That's right. That's nobody right. Nobody knows how old you are. But I, and then you have to. What, what's old? Yeah. I mean, how, who gets to decide when you're old? Because as you said, Ted Kennedy, was he'd, he'd still be in the Senate. He'd be 112 right now. He'd still be a say, senator from Massachusetts he would. if he had lived this long. He would. And in fact, Ruth Bader Even Ginsburg. Even if he drove somebody else in the, yeah. you know, the second girl to matter. drink. He'd still, Ruth Bader Ginsburg is uh, 85. Yeah. And if she goes to 105, she'll be on the Supreme Court. Nobody will care. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Well, um, so... With everything that's going on right now, what is the when you on your show? Is there one issue that is the driving issue of everything? Is yeah. it race? Is it what, what is it? That's Trump. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I could talk about Trump tonight. We will talk about the president. Uh, if we're if we're up there for ninety minutes, we'll yeah. talk about the president for eighty five. Yeah, and it's nothing new. It's like the gravitational pull of the of the sun. You can't, if you get close to the moon, you get pulled into it. It's just gravity. And it's because Jonah, not Jonah Goldberg, John Podhort said this on Morning Joe the other day. He's a giant. You might not like him. He might be the bad giant. If you love him, he's the good giant, but he's a giant. And everyone else is a dwarf. That's right. And, and so it's like uh, Big Poppy coming to bat, right? Big Poppy is the giant. Well, Donald Trump is the giant of politics. He's either the good giant or the bad giant, and everybody else looks small. And so we end up talking about Trump. Right. And he keeps beating the people who keep telling him he doesn't know what he's doing and he's dumb. Oh, I've gotten beat up by Donald Trump a number. I got a couple of Trump tattoos from the debates back yeah. when, I, when he would make slap me around like a little yeah. fish. And I laugh at him. Everyone's got him. I, I joke in green rooms all over D.C. How many Trump tattoos you got? Uh, Chuck Todd's about a mind. He calls yeah. him Sleepy Chuck Todd. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sleepy Eyes Chuck Todd and low-rated Hugh Hewitt. And it's just what he does. Yeah. And honestly... Do you remember the movie The Godfather? Remember Hyman Roth? Yeah. Hyman Roth stands up once when Michael Corioli asked uh, who put the hit on someone, and Hyman Roth said, this is the business we've chosen. That's and right. And so in, in, yeah. in the radio business, in the TV business, people get to slap you around. This is the business well, we've chosen. and the difference is that Hugh Hewitt and, and guys like you and me and everybody else, for uh, especially guys like you, because you have a national show, for – uh, a million years, you've been allowed to say whatever you want about a politician, insult them, uh, make fun of them, do whatever you want. But all of a sudden, he started slapping back because you know why? He doesn't care. He doesn't care. Oh, I've been calling Joe Biden slow Joe Biden for 25 years. Yeah. And because uh, I don't think he's the no, he's, he's not going to win the spelling bee. No, he's but, been wrong for like 40 years. Yeah. About everything. So I call. But but you're right. I've been making fun of people. For 40 years, so why can't Donald Trump make fun of me? He can. He did. And it was good for my business, by the way. Okay, but yeah, right. But what about body slamming? What if he body slammed you? Would you be okay with that? You know, I heard that. And I heard my buddies in the liberal media try and make that an issue. And everybody understood he was not condoning hitting a reporter. He was talking about the physicality of the candidate. That's all. Big guys. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big guy. I'm a big guy. This guy is a bar. They're out there looking for, for things to. Um, interpret in such a way that they are uh, damaging to Donald Trump. I mean, yes. there's nothing. There's nothing he can do that they can't figure out a way to say that what he actually meant when he said that was, or he shouldn't have done that because. The, and and all he, he's not a politician. They haven't. It's taken him like three years now. They haven't figured that out yet. Exactly. He doesn't right play time. that. He doesn't. He, he doesn't do that stuff. He, he doesn't, doesn't care. care. No. It's one of the most. Annoying things. I've got so many friends on the left, so many friends on the right, and they desperately want Donald Trump to care about what they think. Yeah, and he doesn't. And And he doesn't care about what they think. If I were a billionaire, I wouldn't care. Let me ask you about this. You've you've done sports a number of years, and I I love sports. I can name every Browns coach from Blanton Collier Foyer. Do you think they ever care what a fan thinks about Do you think they ever worry about the guy who's yelling at Only to the extent that it affects them monetarily. I mean, if they, you know, they, they if if they think that if if they have a, a an endorsement contract, uh, an endorsement contract that would be affected by if they 
anger enough fans, then yeah. they but they don't they don't care. They don't take advice from me. I've been telling Terry Francona how to manage the Indians for years. He doesn't listen to me. No, you know what they uh, the when you see these, these people now have taken to wearing uh, replica jerseys everywhere, which makes my skin crawl. But that's Ugh. that's probably because I'm old. But uh, I I'd be on the road with the Steelers, and I would be in a hotel, and they had to have the the, the lobby cordoned off with police tape. And the players would come in. They would wear headphones. They weren't listening to anything because they just didn't want to. That was their excuse. They didn't hear a player, a fan call for an autograph. But they used to call the people who did that the crazies. Yeah. They'd say, are there, they'd say to me, are there any crazies down there? Yeah. And I'd say, uh, coast is clear. And they'd go down and sneak their way into the restaurant or something like yeah. that. Um, this is my time for the break here. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm. We're working out of yeah. a studio. This yeah. is a table. It's I'm not in a, a room uh, with nothing in here except. It's a nice place. room, and the echo's not too bad. I don't yeah, think. No, it's, no, it's good. So, um, no, but uh, culturally, uh, I talk. I try to. And, and people who listen to me know that I, I tie a lot of stuff in, and, and you know, sports. I make references to sports, and it, there are so many things over the years when I started doing it was just sports and then there's just so much now it's, you know starting with the anthem stuff and not starting with it but but John you're a Steelers fan right uh no I'm not a fan I'm yeah. a I'm a media guy oh because I, you I know the Steelers people out there not many of them read right so no, I just they, want, how do you communicate with <laughs> there well uh you, you know I don't know I don't know if you're all that far off the mark with that you know I don't I, I think it might but I think you might be able to say that about NFL fans I was just looking at a video today of um it was a the I think the Texans played the Jaguars this this uh, yesterday. It was um, whoever the Texans played I forget, but uh, two people beating the hell out of each other at the game no. because one was wearing the wrong kind of jersey. This is what goes on at games now. See, and I, I tweeted today, I will never sit in Heinz uh, Field as a fan for a Steeler game. I, I'm if I'm in, I'll be in a press box or I'll be home watching on my 65 inch TV because I ain't going down there. I've got four on the 50 at Cleveland. They're in the top row, the very yeah. top row, because I want to keep everybody right. in front of me. Oh, I don't yeah. want anyone behind me. Oh, yeah. And uh, it'll get real ugly there if they ever win. Bad, bad, John. Here, I come <laughs> on your show and you get the last punch in. We'll see you on Sunday, buddy. Oh, no, we'll be back with Hugh Hewitt. Uh, stick around here on AM 1250. The answer, the John Stagerwald Show, coming to you live and direct from the Montour Heights Country Club in beautiful Moon Township. Stick around. Obamacare, Trump Care, ACA, COBRA. There are so many choices, but all seem to bring one word to mind. Expensive. There are lots of changes happening in healthcare today. Fortunately, I know someone that has been on the forefront of health insurance for years. Todd Marley at Marley Financial. Todd and his team of professionals are licensed with virtually every healthcare provider in the country. They help determine which plan is right for you and then expertly help you choose the best plan for your needs and then do so prudently. Don't need maternity coverage? Call Marley Financial. Have pre-existing conditions? Call Marley Financial. Want just catastrophic or just accident? You know the answer. Worried about the penalty? All of Marley Financial Plans are penalty exempt because they know how to design the plans. Most of their clients save 30 to 60%, which can add up to several thousand dollars a year. Call Todd at Marley Financial, 724-884-1496. That's 724-884-1496 on the web at MarleyFG.com. You know the moment. The homework and dishes are done. Your family responsibilities have been met. The shoes slip off and you lie back. It's that end of day. Ah, That's the relief you'll feel when you rest on the body-comforting orthopedic made locally at the Original Mattress Factory. Relief from middleman markups and a hard day's work. The Original Mattress Factory. Thoughtfully made, honestly priced. OriginalMattress.com Truth is timeless. At the Original Mattress Factory, our business philosophy is based on honesty and truth, And it never changes. Simply stated, we treat our customers the way we want to be treated ourselves. This means we treat people with respect, we educate rather than manipulate, and we offer genuine value and substantial savings, not simply by saying it, but by proving it with cutaways of our mattresses compared side-by-side with the mainstream brands. Stop by one of our store locations or visit us at OriginalMattress.com to see the OMF difference for yourself. This is Dr. Sebastian Gorka. President Obama's eight years of leading from behind left the world in flames. From Russia's invasion of Ukraine to North Korea's missile tests and a growing ISIS caliphate. Under President Trump, American leadership is being restored. But that does not mean our enemies have disappeared. 
That's why I wrote my new book, Why We Fight, Defeating America's Enemies with No Apologies. As a former deputy assistant to President Trump for strategy, I explained the threats posed by enemies like Russia, China, and the global jihadi movement. We must know our enemies and have the will to defeat them. In my book, Why We Fight, we take off the political correctness blinders of the Obama years and learn how we can vanquish our enemies without mortal combat. Sebastian Gorka's new book, Why We Fight, Defeating America's Enemies with No Apologies, is available now from Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Healthy pets, healthy people, focusing on a natural, holistic approach for human and animal wellness. Host Dr. Edmund Sokowski and his guests discuss various topics on health and wellness for us and our companion animals. Airs each Saturday, live from 9 to 10 in the morning on 12.50 a.m. The Answer, giving you the opportunity to call in with your questions. A healthy pet is a happy pet, and being healthy makes people happy. Tune in, listen, learn, be well. The economy is growing, businesses are hiring, and Americans are feeling good about their future opportunities. Looking to upgrade your career? AM 1250 hosts an online virtual job fair, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, every day of the year. Keyword virtual at TheAnswerPGH.com to find our newest employment opportunities from the comfort of your computer or smartphone. Sponsored by Express Employment Professionals of Robinson Township. The virtual job fair at TheAnswerPGH.com. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. We're back. Hugh Hewitt is here. We are at Montour Heights uh, Country Club, and it's the Battleground Tour. It uh, will be starting here shortly. The festivities, the dinner, and then uh, a little panel discussion with uh, Hugh and Dennis Prager and Michael Medved and me, John Steigerwald. Uh, and um, there still are plenty of good seats available. So if you want to come out here, you can walk up and get... Uh, Get tickets at the door here. Hugh's only got a couple more minutes here before his uh, voice disappears, and he has to run well, screaming. Have you done laryngitis gigs before? Do you yeah. know what it's like? Yeah, oh, yeah. You you just... do, you've got like 100 yards to go, and you yeah. get to like the 70, and you're right. saying, yeah, yeah. I just got to make it through those last That's 30 right. yards. That's right. So um, what's the, uh, what do you think the, what's the theme tonight? Uh, the theme is going to be Donald Trump, um, you said, the but... big surprise is coming. I think that the Republicans are going to do far better than anyone thought. That's what I think. Yeah. And and, and the, my friends, I was in uh, 30 Rock, NBC headquarters on the night of the election. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting right here. Sitting next to me is James Carville. You're sitting where Chuck Tide is. Right next to Chuck is Lester Holt, uh, Savannah Guthrie, Tom Brokaw. You wouldn't believe the looks, what, the looks through the entire building. I probably only guy I voted for Trump in the building. And I didn't think he was going to win. I thought he'd be over no. at ten o'clock. And so it's ten fifteen at night, and he's won. Yep. And they're just they're just amazed, John. Well, the, I have a friend who works in the media here. He's a sports guy. I can't tell you his name because he doesn't. He's not a political. He doesn't like to make his political stuff public. Sure. Uh, he's very much a political junkie and follows the stuff closely. He told me from the day that Trump got the nomination. Till election day, he's going to win. He's You're kidding. He, ta- he had talked to some people he knew in Ohio and some people in the Republican Party. He said, "I'm telling you, he's going to win. He's going to win." Just he's the only. He never backed away from it. He said he's going to win. It wasn't just some idiot, you know, wishful thinking. He he said he's going to win. He says he said the same thing about the Republicans in two weeks that they're going to win big. Got his finger on the pulse. He's, he's got. Um if you talk to people, that's one of the reasons I like to go on these tours. Yep. You actually talk to people, not the Beltway people. Right, but right, people. right. Yep. Hey, how much time we got? Ten seconds. Looks like we're out of time. You all see you in the room. There. Oh, one minute? One minute. Okay, right. we got a minute. Um, so I, so, I got a question for you. Yeah. Greatest Cleveland player of all time since you're a Pittsburgh guy. Jim Brown. Well, thank you. Who was in the White House with the president along Kanye That's West? right. That's and right. nobody noticed that. No, Did it's you funny. notice that? Well, you know, 46 was with 45. Jimmy Brown's 80 years old, and um, I don't think anybody is going to uh, come up to him today at 80 years old and make fun of him for liking Donald Trump. Cause no. Because Jimmy would knock you out. Yeah, and he'd hit you with the cane a couple of times yeah. when you're on the ground. Yeah. But nobody covered him. They covered Kanye, but they didn't pay attention I said that, to that guy. I said that at the time. That does, Did anybody notice that Jimmy Brown was there? He's, yeah. pretty, I'm pretty sure he's black, too, and he's kind of famous. And he's got credentials in Los Angeles, right. where I did the night news. He's been working with the gang kids for 25 years. He's the real deal, and he's with Donald Trump. Okay, well, uh, Hugh, I'll see you in there later tonight. Thanks for being here. Thank you, John. We've got about 10 seconds. I just want to say, coming up, we're going to talk about uh, some big news from the Trump administration on transgender stuff. You'll like this, I think. We'll be back. Uh, Stick around. 
With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. President Trump says he's alerted the Border Patrol and the military about a caravan of Central American migrants heading for the southern U.S. border. The president tweeted, this is a national emergency, but a spokesman says the Pentagon has received no new orders to provide troops for border security, and White House officials have yet to provide any details. Mr. Trump has focused on the caravan in recent days and now says the U.S. would begin cutting off or substantially reducing aid to Guatemala, Honduras, and El Salvador for not preventing the migrants from leaving their countries. That's White House correspondent Greg Clugston reporting. Residents of Austin, Texas are being asked to boil their water after flooding in recent weeks filled the lakes that feed their water supply with silt, mud, and debris. Austin Mayor Steve Adler says the city's water source is so muddy from recent flooding. This is SRN News. When it comes to your pain, many of you might be skeptical, like I was, about ordering Relief Factor. Pat Boone again for this wonderful 100% drug-free supplement designed to help your own body lower or eliminate occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, everyday living. I'm not skeptical any longer. The three-week quick start is now discounted to only $19.95. Why don't you let us see if we can get you out of pain, too, at relieffactor.com. Are you a responsible person who finds yourself growing deeper in credit card debt? Then get ready for a toll-free number that will put you on a path to financial recovery. Trinity Debt Management will consolidate your accounts and work with your creditors. You'll save thousands and become debt-free for keeps. If your debt has you down, we should talk. Call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. 1-800-990-6976. 1-800-990-6976. November 6th is going to be the most important midterm election in American history. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. Join me, Dr. Sebastian Gorka, political analyst Gary Bauer, my colleague Hugh Hewitt, and the full resources of SRN News and Town Hall News as we watch the returns come in locally and nationwide. Will the Republicans retain control of the U.S. Senate? Can the Democrats wrestle back into power in the House? And who will win the key races for governor from coast to coast? Find out as I host Midterm Election Night 2018. Brought to you by my pillow. Tuesday, November 6th from 7 to 11 here on AM 1250 The answer from coast to coast from sea to shining sea it's a beautiful country out there discover it all in a new rv from camping world america's number one rv dealer at your local camping world you'll find over 350 new rvs in stock an ever-changing selection from america's top brands including favorites like coleman and mallard of every class and size all at wholesale prices say hello to a whole new world visit campingworldofpittsburgh.com Every day, roughly 10,000 baby boomers turn 70 and a half. Why does that matter? Because that's the age Uncle Sam decided we have to start withdrawing money from our retirement accounts. They're called Required Minimum Distributions, or RMDs for short. And if you're like most people, you have questions about what they are, how they're calculated, and how you can plan for them. That's why Kevin Bach from Integrity Retirement Solutions is hosting an RMD seminar to answer these and other questions. Join him Tuesday, October 30th, or Thursday, November 1st, at the Greensburg Garden and Civic Center. This seminar is complimentary. It includes refreshments and desserts. Reserve your seat by calling 724-837-3553. That's 724-837-3553. Or visit IntegrityRetirementSolutions.com. Kevin Bach is not affiliated with the IRS or any government agency. Insurance and annuities offered through Kevin Bach, Pennsylvania Insurance License 352896. Over two-thirds of Christian young people will step away from their faith while attending a non-Christian college or university. But AM 1250 The Answer and Salem Media Pittsburgh have a solution. Salem Media Pittsburgh has partnered with Judson University, a private Christian college, in offering a limited number of special grants designed to decrease the cost of tuition by over half. These tuition grants are available now. Call our tuition solution specialist at 412-503-4769 to reserve yours. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Big delay on the inbound side of 28, a crash in the left lane just past Fox Chapel. You're jammed up from 910. Also looking at delays on the outbound Parkway East Boulevard of the Allies out to Edgewood Swissvale. Heavy inbound Edgewood Swissvale to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel and Forbes Avenue to the Fort Pitt Bridge. In McCandless, watch out for a crash Highland Road at Sloop Road. I'm Jenny Robinson on AM 1250, The Answer. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. Tonight, we'll have an increase in clouds. Won't be as cold as last night with low 42. 
Breezy and cool for tomorrow. You'll see a mix of clouds and sun, and the high will be 53. Some spots in the laurels will get a shower. It'll turn out partly cloudy and colder tomorrow night, low 36 with a freeze in many outlying areas. Brisk and chilly Wednesday, clouds and sun, maybe a flurry in the laurels, the high will be 46. I'm meteorologist Frank Strait on AM 1250, The Answer. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Okay, we are at the uh, Montour Heights Country Club. It's a battleground uh, tour night, and we are, I guess we still have some tickets available if you want to come out, and uh, it'll be Hugh Hewitt, Dennis Prager, and Michael Medved and myself, and talking about what's going on here with uh, the election two weeks from tomorrow. Uh, meanwhile, the Trump administration, this is from the New York Times, the Trump administration is considering narrow, narrowly defining gender as a biological immutable condition determined by genitalia at birth, the most drastic move yet in a government-wide effort to roll back recognition and protections of transgender people under federal civil rights law. The headline of the piece is transgender, in quotes, could be defined out of existence under Trump administration. Of course, there's panic in the streets. And Emily Gao is the director of the Richard and Helen Devo Center for Religion and Civil Society at the Heritage Foundation, and she joins us now. Emily, thanks for being here. Thank you. So uh, just for, I mean, uh, your reaction to that, I guess, I'd like to get, because reading that first paragraph, there was a time when, Defining gender as a, I'll read it from the, the paragraph again, defining gender as a biological immutable condition determined by genitalia at birth, that seems to me like pretty much what gender was for, I don't know, 50, I don't know, 5 million years? How many years? Thousands of years. So just a reaction to the Trump administration attempting to do this. Thanks. Well, first of all, it's not clear exactly what is happening because this is a New York Times report about a leaked version of a memo that nobody's actually seen yet. So we don't actually know what the Trump administration says will be and and when it will be released, what, what it will say. But second, this is nothing new because a federal judge in Texas actually blocked President Obama's attempts to redefine sex, I mean, gender identity for um, schools in Title IX. And so at that time, that judge said the original meaning of the Civil Rights Act was that sex is based on biology, which, as you said, you know, most of the world has believed for most of human history. And so this is nothing new. So uh, so how difficult will it be to reverse Obama's uh, decisions? Well, actually, the Obama guidance never went into effect because the federal judge in Texas blocked it from going into effect. So it has oh, not okay. been in effect. So actually, the Trump administration would just be clarifying what seems to be um, something that is misunderstood by a lot of people. That that guidance never went into effect. Um, I think it's important that the Trump administration should provide clear guidance because people do seem to be confused, and it is having real-life consequences. Um, there are schools that have already um, taken steps to allow students to identify as transgender into the private facilities, the bathrooms, the showers, the locker rooms of mm-hmm. students of the opposite sex. And now there's a, a terrible case in Decatur, Georgia, of a five-year-old, a kindergarten girl who was sexually assaulted yep. in the public school bathroom by a boy who identifies as transgender. Well, the amazing thing about that, Emily, is that the boy who uh, identifies as transgender was five. How does a five-year-old even begin to identify as anything with any, you know, with any credibility? That's just, I don't know, just on its face, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, that's a really important question that we need to stop and think about as a society is, you know, where are these children getting these ideas from and whether, you know, whether we sh- how we should be dealing with children who may have, may have gender dysphoria, um, but we know that 80 to 95% of children um, eventually become comfortable with their biological sex. Mm-hmm. Well, I uh, actually saw, believe it or not, uh, today, uh, I almost don't even want to bring it up, but I actually saw uh, uh, on the, at the Daily Mail a story, and it was taken seriously, um, a woman who's a transgender man, I think that's what it was, and uh, she um, believes that, well, now it's a he, so he believes he's a dog, and he dresses, he, he wears a dog mask and uh, attaches some kind of a tail to him, 
and he is married to a man who also uh, is, goes along with this whole idea that this, uh, this person is, is identifying as a dog, and they're, they're not kidding. So, I mean, now, that seems so ridiculous now to, to suggest that, but based on how fast the whole transgender uh, situation has progressed, does it seem that far-fetched that that would happen and, and would happen more down the road? Well, I think it's really important that people stop and really think about all the issues that are at stake with the transgender movement and really hear the voices of everybody who's going to be affected. Um, And that includes the women and the girls who will be affected by the transgender mandates in athletics and in the private facilities. And we need to have a clear definition of what sex is And it should be based in biology, and that's the way that historically Congress has also defined it. That's the way Congress originally defined it when they passed Title IX in 1972. And so um, all these variations and permutations that you're talking about, it just goes to show that we need to have a clear definition that's grounded in objective reality of biological sex. Well, um, you know, this is a – this is from, from what I understand from this story that's out there now that the Trump administration uh, apparently is thinking about this at least. Uh, this is Title IX, so it's federal. So, um, you know, how, how far-reaching, if they would decide to do this, would it be beyond federal, uh, federally funded education institutions, uh, high schools, colleges, I guess any public school? Yeah, I think that's an important thing to keep in mind, that this is about federal law, that Title IX is part of um, federal civil rights law, and that that is going to have a limited um, effect on the population. The country st- still should have state and local schools um, and other institutions, you know, making the best policy for their citizens. So it's important to keep in mind that, you know, this is federal law. But that said, we should keep in mind what Congress's original intent was when they passed this law. We're talking to Emily Gao from the uh, Heritage Foundation, and you've written about, um, Emily, about how corporations are involved in the promotion of this um, uh, cause, if that's what it is. And um, so how do corporations, how have they contributed to the insanity that we're seeing right now? Well, the corporations, if you go onto the um, Human Rights Campaign's website, you can see that the vast majority of the Fortune 500 companies have signed on to support um, legislation in Congress that would create a nationwide um, transgender bathroom policy that would, you know, support nationwide transgender medical treatments. I think also it's important to realize that a lot of these Fortune 500 companies have also opposed religious freedom protections like the Religious Freedom Restoration Act. Um, so they're weighing in on the side of the transgender mandate without taking into consideration how this is going to affect a lot of their customers and shareholders and just the long people that they're supposed to be serving, like women and girls, um, and they're opposing religious freedom. So the corporations are having a huge influence on this debate. Well, you know, I, came, uh, I hate to keep bringing up insanity, but I came across uh, a story the other day, uh, I think it was over the weekend, that uh, Kleenex is no longer going to call their large Kleenex man-sized Kleenex because consumers declared, I don't know which consumers did it, but uh, consumers declared them sexist for having man-sized Kleenex. Is that a, a minor <laughs> indication of what you're talking about? Well, that's the first I've heard of that story, but I think there's a bigger lesson, which is that Men and women are different. Males and females are different. There's nothing wrong with recognizing that we don't have to put gender stereotypes about men and women to recognize that we are different um, and to respect those differences in culture and in law. And those can be very positive differences. I don't think that androgyny or erasing men and women um, is the best way for our society to go because that just doesn't reflect reality. So I have one last question for you, Emily, because I'm an old sports guy, and I see how this is affecting sports. Um, just a story recently about a, a, some kind of a, it was a, 
I think it was a pretty big uh, cycling event, and a transgender woman who used to be a man won. And you're not allowed to think that the women who finished second and third were cheated in any way. That that's how does, uh, Title IX plays a big role in that because uh, it's going to affect athletics at, at the high school and college level, isn't it? Absolutely. That's a perfect example of why we should respect the differences between men and women that are based on biology. I was actually really fortunate in college to play golf um, because of Title IX. Title IX um, caused my university to create women's, a women's golf team that we had never had before I got there. And so I understand that, you know, Title IX brought about fairness and equality for women, but this new transgender movement is erasing all those gains for women and girls. And girls are, not only are they losing in sports to biological men, they are afraid of even participating, even competing, because they're afraid of getting injured. Um, there have been some really gruesome examples of, you know, fighters in the um, MMA who've been injured by transgender men. Um, there have been multiple examples of, you know, girls withdrawing from athletic competition. And our law should be about fairness for, um, you know, for all student athletes. And this this transgender mandate doesn't take into account the interests of, of every student. Hey, Emily, I really appreciate you being on with us. Thank you very much. Thank you. Okay, that's Emily Gao from the uh, uh, Emma, uh, from the uh, Heritage Foundation. We will be back, and I'm going to tell you about a guy who got out of prison today. He used to be an NFL player. I can't believe he's out of prison, and he should be he should be in there until he dies. We'll be right back. Getting close to retirement? Experienced a nice Trumponomics bump in your portfolio? Well, we know the market goes up, and unfortunately, we also know it goes down. Don't risk your retirement to market whims. Learn how you can lock in those gains today by spending time with the team at Marley Financial. Todd Marley and the experts at Marley Financial can help you design a retirement plan that is bulletproof against the market's ups and downs. The team at Marley Financial uses a multitude of different techniques to make sure that you have a retirement plan that is tax-friendly, stable, and worry-free. Oh, and speaking of taxes, did you know that Marley Financial can handle that too? With all the changes in the tax laws, be sure you're taking advantage of the best possible deduction and make sure you know what adjustments to make for your overall financial picture going forward. Call today for a no-obligation consultation to see just how, for 25 years, the clients at Marley Financial have never had a retirement plan fail. Call 724-884-1496 today. 724-884-1496 or visit them at MarleyFG.com. Are you about to pay double for roof replacement or repair? If you haven't called Windows or Us, you just might. Many companies are overcharging area homes and businesses nearly double. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is more than a window company. They're the area's premier exterior replacement company for siding, doors, gutters, downspouts, and roof replacement and repair. Factory certified by North America's largest roof manufacturer, Windows R Us will never overcharge. You'll love their no-pressure sales approach, straightforward pricing, and the fastest turnaround in the business. Right now, get zero interest for 12 months on a up to $20,000. Windows R Us will match any competitor's price. No hidden fees or surprises ever. Schedule a free roof inspection today. Mention AM 1250 for an exclusive 10% off. Why pay double? Visit the area's premier exterior replacement company. Windows R Us, more than a window company. Visit windowsruspittsburgh.com. You know the moment. The workday is over. Your daily responsibilities have been met. The shoes slip off and you lie back. It's that end of day. Ah, that's the relief you'll feel when you rest on the body soothing serenity made locally at the original mattress factory. Relief from middleman markups and a hard day's work. The original mattress factory. Thoughtfully made. Honestly priced. Originalmattress.com. Did you know that when you buy a mattress from a retail store, that mattress is being sold for the second time? What do I mean? Well, the manufacturer sells the mattress to the retailer, who in turn sells it to you with costs and markups for both parties. At the Original Mattress Factory, we have our own factory right here at our store. So the mattress you buy is being sold for the first and only time. That's why our prices are hundreds less than the mainstream mattress brands. 
Stop by one of our factory locations or visit us at OriginalMattress.com to see for yourself. From coast to coast, from sea to shining sea, it's a beautiful country out there. Discover it all in a new RV from Camping World, America's number one RV dealer. At your local Camping World, you'll find over 350 new RVs in stock, an ever-changing selection from America's top brands, including favorites like Coleman and Mallard of every class and size, all at wholesale prices. Say hello to a whole new world. Visit CampingWorldOfPittsburgh.com. He can smell you from half a mile away, hear with pinpoint accuracy, and detect the slightest motion with a 310-degree field of vision. But with an Oak Ridge hunting blind from Yoder's Backyard Structures, that deer will never know you're there. Solid, silent, scent-controlled, satisfaction guaranteed. This is one perch you won't fall out of. And with Yoder's, delivered and set up free of charge. Take your hunt to a whole new level at yodersbackyard.com. You're listening to The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Now, I'm not a death penalty guy. I don't believe in the death penalty uh, for simple reason that it lets people off too easily. I, I would prefer to see the worst murderers uh, live to be like 120 years old in a 7-by-9 cell getting their food under the, you know, in a slot in the door and take, taking one shower a week with no cable TV and, and seriously live to be 120. Ray Carruth is a guy who, who I would have thought would qualify for that. Ray uh, was a wide receiver with the Carolina Panthers, a number one draft pick, good player, could have made millions of dollars as an NFL player. His career would be over by now. But he walked out of Sampson Correctional Institution. Uh, I guess that's down in North Carolina today. Uh, he was released from prison after spending nearly 20 years behind bars for conspiring to murder his pregnant girlfriend. Yeah, he was a first-round pick in 97, and uh, he, com- he completed his sentence of 18 to 24 years. He, and there actually was a smattering of applause, it says here, as he climbed into a white SUV and was whisked away from the prison. He's 44 years old now. He was found guilty of orchestrating a plot to kill his girlfriend, Cherika Adams, He and it worked. She was dead, who was eight months pregnant on November 16, 1999, in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, the court heard at the time how Caruth had wanted to avoid paying child support. That's why he killed her. Guy was making, I don't know what he was making back then. He wasn't making quite the kind of money you make now in the NFL, but he was, he was in line to make millions of dollars. And he decided to kill his girlfriend because he wanted to not only kill her, but he wanted to kill the baby she was carrying because he didn't want to pay child support. And so I don't know what happened. I forget what happened to the guy who actually pulled the trigger. But he was in the car behind the guy who pulled up in the car next to uh, his girlfriend and shot her dead. Um, and he's, he is actually, as we speak, probably sitting in a McDonald's somewhere eating his first uh, meal out since uh, whatever it was 20 years ago. How does this guy, how does he qualify to be among the human race after what he did? This is why, uh, and this is a case where the death penalty would have been good. Make him serve the 20 years, then kill him. But, I mean, it's just, how is this, I, how is this guy out on the street? I, I don't get it, but he is. And Anyway, I wanted to run this by you, too. This is uh, Jason Whitlock of uh, Fox Sports 1. It's kind of the, uh, the, the anti-ESPN. He's a good commentator. And uh, he had this to say about Colin Kaepernick. Now quit comparing Colin Kaepernick to the black religious icons of the 1960s, such as Muhammad Ali, Martin Luther King Jr., and Rosa Parks. Can we stop the insanity and just accept that Kaepernick is a corporate marketing brand and not a civil rights revolutionary? Yesterday we learned that Muhammad Ali filed to trademark his Afro image so that he can use his likeness to sell shampoo, hairspray, jewelry, and lampshades. I'm not making that up. It's in the documents Kaepernick filed that he would use his likeness to sell jewelry, lampshades, and whatnot. The so-called modern-day Muhammad Ali is now a homeless man's Peyton Manning, a product pitch man for hire. Cap is a mercenary for any corporation looking for a little street credibility. For the right price, he'll raise a closed fist, Take a knee and let you ogle his fro at your next bar mitzvah, sweet 16, or baby shower. God rest Jenny Green's soul, but Cap is exactly who I thought he was. A confused child 
who flew too close to the sun, lost his identity as an NFL star, and used black militancy as a parachute to stop the crash. It may sound like I'm celebrating his demise. I'm not. I have a great empathy for Colin Kaepernick. In this era of intense identity politics, his complicated upbringing, he's mixed race, adopted by white suburbanites, that created natural confusion. Cap is a victim of America's leadership crisis and our unwillingness to make tough decisions and tell people the truth. We've lied to Colin Kaepernick, and those lies made it easy for him to quit football and transition to martyrdom. That's why my real disappointment is saved for the Kaepernicks, the people who insisted that Colin Kaepernick be far more than what he was capable of being, the people who misconstrued black history. How can Kaepernick be Ali or MLK without a religious platform to stand on? That's our history. That's where great black leadership has always come from. I get it. Young people think Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and all the other Silicon Valley rigged internet platforms are the places to incubate and grow leaders. Anybody out there help me with finding a Colin Kaepernick lampshade? That's, I, I think my wife would kind of like that. Maybe put it in the dining room or something. It, look, it would look nice. A Colin Kaepernick lampshade. And uh, I'm going to, on the way home tonight from, uh, I'm here at Montour Heights Country Club for the uh, Battleground Tour. Uh, I think I'm going to stop and get me some uh, Colin Kaepernick shampoo. Unbelievable. This is this is where we are. Colin Kaepernick. And by the way, Jason Whitlock is excellent. He blocked me on Twitter because I got in a discussion with him and I suggested that it would have been better if the first black president had been and Jason Whitlock, in case you didn't know, is black. Uh, I suggested that it would have been better if the first uh, black president had been black, because then if conservatives were criticizing his every move, you could then accuse them of being racist as opposed to him being liberal. And when they criticize him, you accuse him of being racist. It would have been a better thing. Anyway, uh, thanks for uh, listening today. We'll we'll uh, be taking uh, this act into the uh, ballroom here shortly for the uh, Battleground Tour. And uh, I will see you tomorrow. It's the John Steigerwald Show right here on AM 1250, The Answer. See you tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Bye. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.